Yo, yo, yo. Haven't heard this voice in a long time, have y'all? <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is JBJR for Fruit of the Boom Podcast. I know it's been a long time, y'all, you know, since early this year, but, you know, just had a lot going on. That's my own bad. My apologies. Just had an interesting year with a lot of personal things, but we back. We back. We getting everything back in order. And at the same time, I'm also mobile now, so I'm not just in Suburban Pro Studios all the time recording sometimes. I've also got my own personal recorder. I'm doing things. So, Right now, I am recording at Farfetch Studios over in the Grove area. Not too far. Literally right down the street from the Monaco on uh, Taylor. And it's at a church, in a rehab church. And it's a beautiful spot. So, And they've been doing wonderful work here. So shout out to the good people over here at Farfetch. Shout out to the boys. Uh, Damien, shout out to Charles. Shout out to Darian. Um, excuse me. Shout out to Darian. Shout out to Charles. Shout out to Damien. Shout out to all the, uh, all the guys, man. Like, for real. I, I love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all for doing this. Shout out to my Fresh Produce family. Appreciate y'all. But enough of my be talking. You know, I just had to kind of get that out the way, let you guys know what was happening. But, uh... I'm going to go ahead and bring on my first guest. No, it's towards the end of the year, or towards the 2019, but we're going to bring it in. So, got my first guest. She's actually one, uh, one of our, actually our second winner of our Fifth Fest actual beat battle competition. So, we're going to go ahead and do this off right. So, our second female winner that we have ever had in Fresh Produce. We got some more female winners coming down the line, but we're going to do our second one. First one was Volume Speaks. This is our second win. So, we got... Sister right here, she's an extremely talented musician on top of that. So, very, very talented. Not just on the beats, it's on the keys in general. She's a talented singer. She has her own band, and the shit is live. I'm telling y'all, need to go check out the one and only Katera. What's happening, Hi, sister? Hi. What's going on? Man, I'm, I'm hella honored to be here. Like, um, when we was talking before, I'm like... Man, we finna talk about beats for 55 minutes an hour. Okay. I'm fine with that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I need I need to go ahead and do that, you know. And thank you so much, you know, for coming down to the Farfetch Studio spot, you know, talking with me. You know, I'm definitely going to be more mobile, like I said, doing more of these kind of things. So I want to go ahead and, you know, get all of our producers, especially more of the women, because yeah. that's something I was really about earlier this year and part of last year is having more women participate, get more shine in the battle, because... Y'all deserve it. Y'all just as talented as men are, if not I more, from what I'm saying. I'm seen. extremely honored for that because, oof, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them, them niggas is crazy. Um, yeah, it's a male-dominated area. I'll tell you yeah. that much right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, for real, like, if you've never been to Fresh Produce before, everybody, like, it is about, nine, at this point, I would say 90% male-dominated. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, to have a lot of women... You know, starting to show their face more, not just not just spectating because that happens all the time, but competing more. That's the beautiful thing, and I'm starting to see more starting to win now. Like I said, you just the second one we ever had, but now we're starting to get more. Like we just had Owen, I just mm-hmm, win the previous yeah. one, uh, and shout out to her, and she was dope as hell, and it was her and Bates. Ooh, it, it was yeah. her and Bates. Oh, I remember. So, yeah, that was crazy. So that was insane. And both of them sisters was laughing. Shout out to Bates as well, man. Like, they was clowning. I was like, and it's the first time we had that at the normal we battle. Now, I know Femfish shit. Yeah. Like, I'm like, they took all the niggas out. All of them. All of them <laughs> out. And I got some of my boys that was in, like my boy Clever. Shout out to you, man. But yeah, but, uh, yeah, it was a beautiful thing. So just having seen more women like yourself entering and hearing the talent that comes from that, that's, that's very appreciative, man. Actually, I got to get credit like I always have done. I've done in the past before. Got to get credit to my wife. Shout out to my girl, Erica. Shout out to you, baby. Love you. She's the one that actually, you know, more or less kind of just influenced me to go towards this direction. Make sure you guys get more of a shine because mm, it. Yeah, you tell need her to. thank you. Yes. <laughs> there you, I was extremely there you intimidated. Go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we wanted yeah. to do because we figured out, you know, not only because of, you know, the whole Me Too thing, but just solely because I always want to see more women compete. And yeah. we figured having something like this that can draw women out, help out. And so, you know. And then just hearing what you guys bring to the table, because I only know up until maybe a max a year ago, I only knew a handful of female producers. Mm-hmm. Know yourself included. And that was it. I didn't know of anyone else. 
Eagles. Now I'm seeing faces come out the woodwork. Oh yeah, they coming from all over too. It's, it's yeah. When I say it's, a, I've been telling everybody this. It's an entire renaissance going on in every facet of music in St. Louis. Yes, it is. And like when I say I feel at home, and me and Volume was just talking about this yesterday. Like I feel at home in the producer community because it's just like everybody is just want to make good shit <laughs> and like right, 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 right. everybody is open to different shit and i for the longest i was like man what if my stuff too weird and you know like Ain't no such they, thing they, is too they weird. love that like there's no there's the no such the thing <laughs> i i promise you that's how it is i promise you there's no such thing as fresh and fresh produce is too weird mm. like and i want just to let everyone know um competitor like past or future competitor there's no such thing as weird music mm-hmm. there. Like, we accept all, because I don't give a fuck if it's boom bap. I don't give a fuck if it's trap, because I deal with that. I don't care if it's on b I don't care if it's soul. I don't care if it's um, electro, EDM. Hell, if the country go hard, let it, let, let, for real, let, <laughs> yeah. let, let, it, let it go. You know what I'm saying? If it get that crowd, if it get people moving, like. Let it, let yeah. it rock. So as long as it get the people going, that's the main thing. And so, we're going to actually go ahead and just let the people know a little bit about yourself. So, one of the first questions that I know a lot of people haven't heard me ask in a very long time, and I'm going to go ahead and start everything with, which is, how did you start getting into music production? But I'm going to say music. And so, just give a general overview, let people know what's going on, because this is a producer podcast. So, let people know how did you get into that faster first. Um, Production-wise, um... I, of course, got to start off with the fact that I started playing the piano since I was, you know, since I was little. Okay. Um, growing up playing the piano and singing. And then just, I always had this desire to compose the sounds in my head. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, I enjoy playing actual instruments, but it was like, it kind of happened on accident. Like, um, I booked my first studio session with my friend on the South Side. Mm-hmm. And he had Fruity Loops and like he's just making all these this dope shit. And I'm like, what is this? Like, what's this thing? What's this program you recording? And he was like, it's a DAW. I was like, what's the DAW? Digital I forgot what it's already called. Digital audio workstation. This digital audio workstation. So I'm like, okay, um, can you give me that? <laughs> Download it. <clears throat> <laughs> computer. Look, you know, I promise you, everyone did loose. the same shit at know, one point. Like, everybody everybody like did it, so you good, you good. Everyone did it at one point. <laughs> it's all good. I had no idea, but like I just started like fucking around on it, and ironically, I started making like video game and, and electronic music, like um, okay. house music, because um, huh. I was just playing around with the presets that were already in there, mm-hmm. and like um, you know how they have in the demos. And I just slowly and slowly just start piecing the the program together. Fruity Loops 10, I think I had. Okay. Um, and I just started making beats. I started composing, you know, the sounds from in my head instead of going to the piano and recording on my phone voice recorder and shit. Like, I finally had, like, this facet, this outlet, this medium that I could express myself through in a weird way where I had to like I had to click in every single note because mm-hmm. I had no MIDI at that time right 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 so I just had my mouse just clicking in notes clicking hey get in it notes. in how you get it hey get it in look yeah, I made some crazy shit off of that and it just get it in. evolved from there like next thing I know I'm recording music and I'm sampling myself mm-hmm. and that's how I got into the whole boom bap thing because I always looked up to MF Doom and you know shout all, out to MF yeah, Doom know, growing up on Adult hell, Swim hell like, yeah yeah like of course Dilla, yeah. like those are my like uh, I Absolutely. didn't even know who they were when I was fourteen listening like her and Flylo and shit in the Adult Swim commercials I was like what is this mid two thousands Adult Swim yeah. was golden that was yo. like ugh, it was the pinnacle it was. of my childhood stand up watching Inuyasha. Hell like. yeah. I'm with you on that. Okay. Yes. Okay, we got a fellow oh, Taku. Yes, fellow fellow yes, Taku. Yes. Thank you. There we go. Okay. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But man, ahead. like, I just remember being just grabbed by this shit. And I was like, mm. how can I remake some shit like that that I have in my head? Because right. that's how they influenced my piano playing. Like um mm-hmm. as I could tell he influenced by the classical musician um Claude Debussy. 
and that's who I look up to. So I just kind of took that, like took chords and melodies and stuff, and then I would put like I got the sample um, package mm-hmm. from Jazoo, Naji Person, and um, Muhammad Mastermind. They gave me okay. this. Um, they gave me these um, percussion um, packets, like um, presets. VSTs, no VSTs. Okay, okay, okay. And like, I just took the VSTs, cut up the um, percussion, made my own little, you know, beat to it, and then I would take the sample and make a beat from that. Nice. And like, it took a long time for me to even get the balls to like play it in front of people. And like, I remember like listening to, you know, hanging out with Kong and Jazoo and Sean Moses and like they playing their beats and shit. I was just like oh I wish I was that tight and like, <laughs> like I finally played my shit for them one day I was like are you serious this is fucking crazy like what and I just something just told me it was just like I signed up for like a beat um, I think it was um, fresh not fresh produce it was um the Farfetch um, thing I can't remember was but, it uh where, where was that phone yeah, I think it was at phone. Yeah, yeah. And that's crazy. And that, that's the craziness of all this, because it's like just a year ago, I was too afraid to play my beats in front of people, or two years ago. Mm-hmm. And now, like, I've done so many like beat shows that I can't even remember. <laughs> I get them mixed <laughs> up. It's like, oh, okay, I got over that fear. Okay, but um, yeah, like I just started um, making more samples out of songs that I wrote. I make samples out of that sample and then I just like my passion for production I get depressed now when I don't make a beat like, mm. <laughs> it's like I listen to my beats like all day like I, I feel you yeah. I feel you I feel you so it's it's gotten real like I've accidentally realized that it, I was a producer basically when the day my friend gave me the free loops that's what's up. Yeah. But there you go though. But but there you go. See, and then I'm pretty sure you mixed everything dealing with your piano skills, like yeah. coming up, and you know, and just and this look where it took you. And just the the and this was right at the time where I started performing and mm-hmm. became, you know, started hanging out with who I know now is the best producers in St. Louis, like um, Jazoo, um, Mastermind, and Najee, like. I'm hanging around them, watching and absorbing like everything they do production-wise, and I'm just like, okay, that's how you mix that shit. That's how you make this sound crisp <laughs> like that. It's like, okay, I'm not supposed to do too much on layers here. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, Mastermind taught me the the greatness of um just the less is more rule. Yes, yes. Nah, yes. To, to the less is more. <laughs> I tell people that all the time. That's probably one of the best things you can learn is less is more. Do not, you don't have yes. to add a lot of shit I to it. I used to overproduce so bad. No, because when you realize a lot of mixing really truly is at least three quarters of it is volume control. Very true. Yeah. When you realize a lot of that is just volume, we're like, oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. That EQ, Ooh. dude. Is that's <laughs> I, since, I, since I promise you, like all you need is really some good high grade um, sounds. That's exactly. really all you need yep. for the most part. And then as long as you know your good volume control is mixed down well, you know how to EQ. You good. Yep. You really good. And I've learned like uh, even just in this past year, just mm-hmm. I'm grateful and amazed for the opportunities I've had, like to be around the people I've work with like over the summer i you know just working with damon mm-hmm. and working with matt swicky like those are two of the best producers in st louis to me like shout out to the big rose yeah, man like just watching them in the studio i absorbed like they taught me a lot like because of damon yeah. like i learned ableton and now i fucking love ableton i always <laughs> like, wanted to you know what i always wanted to learn ableton ableton is i was so spoiled like it oof, yeah it's it will spoil you you can do the shit live like it's it's and yeah it's ridiculous and see the thing about it is no i produce two and i'm a sample head so i heard mm, like ableton yeah, is like a yeah, sample head's dream yes. so i was like oh i gotta get ableton oh i gotta get it okay i'm gonna have to go ahead buckle down do i got some money i can't be on some money i, I have to do that so my, I might have to now. I I upgraded my shit recently. I, know, like, I may I just gotta have hurt to for a little bit so I can save up for this because I need that in my life. No, I feel you. No, I feel you though because I 
Like I'm telling you, because once you get that little eight ball loop going, yeah. it's a wrap. Oh god! Like you get the four to eight ball loop going, it's I promise. I feel bad. Understand. It's like I ain't want to touch Fruity Loops no more. I'm like, like I mean, I eventually like it's it's certain things. Um, like certain things I like to do in different programs now. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning, like, um, shoot, I'm even learning Pro Tools, like, more. Okay. Which I honestly can't stand Pro Tools. But it's, but, a, but it's an industry thing. Yeah, you gotta learn it's it, you necessary. Know it's, yeah. ne- it's, a, it's kind of a necessary. But when you learn it, it's good. Like, Oh, yeah. yeah. But, like, Matt, like, shortcuts and stuff. Yeah. Like, Matt, like, the, everyone in um, Suburban Pro, like, Matt and yes. Carter and all them, they taught me, you know, mm-hmm. you know, TBK and all them. They showed me the ropes. So, they showed me ropes over time when I was just recording there just by myself. And then, you no know, shout out to my uh, old classmate, man, back at UCD High, my boy Wayne Adams, a.k.a. Wavy Wayne, the Sauce oh, Records. Oh, so everybody knows each other. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, you know, we went to high school again. So, you know, but no, no, Wayne is, now nah, he definitely that dude as well. Like, Wayne yeah. up there, then, you know, he's damn good shit. You know, he be putting out uh, tutorial videos on YouTube yes, and shit. Yes, I follow, I'm a subscriber. Yeah. I be taking all notes. <laughs> yeah, so he, so a bunch of shit there. Then, you know, I got my one homie that be coming up here. He he be doing a lot of shit for like a lot of the hustle gang niggas down south. My boy St. Louis Hits. So you got Jeez. people like that going up and down and stuff like that. So, I mean, and then you got people like, of course, like the basement beast who's here, you know, that, that puts you on game. Then, of course, my boy B Money, who I told you earlier, yeah. got his resume. You know, he's up, you know, you know, in Fort Wayne, you know, doing great with Sweetwater. You know, it's, it's so much different shit. So, like, you know, you got so much that came out of here. It's, it's one of those things that, you know, beat, the beat making, producing is going to take you to a lot of different Like, it took me to podcast. Yeah. So, you know, I started off in the scene. Making beats, uh, being the beat battles when we shit was like weekly down at uh, uh, Atomic. Yeah, that's what um, Dame. I actually was talking to Damon Charles and um, Darian, and they just telling me just history. Like, yeah, I did not like these niggas. They started like they were telling me when they like first started like doing the beat sets and stuff I battled, and like how I battled all is. of them and I battled oh, all of them I know them. that was crazy <laughs> we, 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 battled, oh, we had battled, we had battled, we were all we all came up in the same circle <laughs> yep, we all came up in the same circle yep. man so yeah so that's that's why I'm now I'm like you know part of Fresh Produce Crew I got my own podcast you know that's why I'm just yeah. doing shit like this now because it's this is where it takes you. you it's know what a I'm legacy. Too. It is. Yeah. It is. Like it's kind of like the second coming of the high point, but just like in a different side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, mind you, I was too young to experience high point, and I heard that was its legacy in the song. Right now, it's kind of like a resurgence. We getting some new shit, and I love it for what it is. Yeah. So I just love the fact that you know, especially on the producer side, the producers. No, coming up and you see like the community like that it is you no know, between fresh produce far-fetched oh, and, and, you yeah. know and there are all the little sets out there you know it's so much that's going on you know and everybody is open and accepting of each other too like i, yeah. I was super intimidated but it's like once i finally like got my foot in and family. it's like everybody yeah it's like family, it's, yeah. i was like okay these are a bunch of other like alien people too like yeah. yay that's why I said there's no such thing as weird when it comes to us because yeah. we're all about the same shit. Yeah. So it's so that's one thing you just gotta keep in mind. But you know, with with your music though, I mean, because that's that's a good segue since we were talking about beats. So now, since I know you do sing, mm-hmm. now how often do you sing on your actual beats versus like stuff that you perform with your in your band? See, and that's what I mean as far as like sampling myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will record a demo. Um, mm. So you know to have the ba- the um, layers, I have um, a couple of vocal layers because I like lush harmonies. Mm-hmm. And then I have the um, keys, chords, and then I have the percussion. Um, it's usually some type of boom bappy type of um, soul song. Okay. And I will take that, um, throw it in Fruity Loops, um, mess around with it. Like I could reverse it, change the key pitch. Um, Anything to make it a new song. Like, I could take a song and make multiple songs from that one thing. Um, and the fun thing I, I love about using my vocals is, like, I can warp and do all kind of filters and different effects on it. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, like, it just, it makes this, like, crazy, like, celestial, like, um, ethereal sound. Like, um, like kind of some, like, like out of space. Some, yeah. Some real space like And I put yeah. some reverb on that shit. Yeah. yeah and the delay. Yeah. And it and I put like this deep 
Like I'm very, very, very serious about like deep bass lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, listening to, like Quincy Jones and you know Ryan Temperton and Michael Jackson and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got um, like I like psychedelic type shit. So I'll take it and warp like different melodies. And next thing you know is like this weird. I guess the closest thing I could compare it to is like Dilla Flylo type of thing. So kind of like experimental in a sense for the yeah, most part. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I like to say MF Doom because it's just like that's... Doom and no, Doom <laughs> just, is that Doom. Like, like, crazy like Special Herbs is my yes. shit. You hear me? <laughs> People don't understand. Special Herbs is my shit. Oh, boy. The mouse and the mask with him and um, Danger yeah. Mouse is my shit. Like... <laughs> Like it's, it's 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 so much it's so much greatness to come out of like Mad Villainy is a classic. <laughs> yes. Like people don't understand this shit. Like people just don't understand like the greatness oh, of shit God. like that. But no, I mean let me let me ask you this now since you are a musician, and I always ask this question. Now you as a musician, I want you to not not just just confirm, but just back me up on this because mm-hmm. I have to explain this. Music theory. Oh. Lord. I know you don't have to go and explain the whole bunch. Of stuff. I'll, I'll ask people. Oh who no, are. I'm I, not gonna I, do I, I ain't gonna do that. No, because no, I, I know you know your. Because I know you know your shit. I know you do. You're a musician, so you have to know your. shit. I know some, but I'm not. You not, like, but you not I'm like. A, you have to know something. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah you know, solely because the only reason I ask that, and the only reason I have to bring it up, is is I want to ask you, as a producer, as a musician, as a singer, how much you think how, would you say has benefited you? Ooh, that's. Like for because the one thing I would say is I tell people like that don't know music theory is like yo, even if you don't learn this shit in the classroom, just pick it up on YouTube or something like that for someone yeah. that knows that shit. The reason why is because it's the foundation. That's true. So are so, you you asking how has music theory um, helped helped you personally okay. in, in your own in your growth as a musician? As now producer, yeah. I will say yeah. that I have a bias because I'm I have a slight advantage over people. <laughs> <laughs> I have perfect pitch, <laughs> but so that's not. I, but that's nothing wrong with that. So I don't. Kind, it's not that I don't need. Um, like the way that I learned music is that I learned it um, by ear. So okay. Like having perfect pitch kind of gave me that advantage to where I can like learn faster through by ear. Nice. But I will say. That the variety that I've learned, like as far as um, like composition, as far as that goes, mm-hmm. definitely know your shit, music theory wise. <laughs> like, cause there you I'm, go, y'all. I'm facing the repercussions of that now. Like, <laughs> Lord, I want to get my stuff on paper, composed, and it's like um, I'm seeing a mentor, Mo Mo Exton, Mo you know, All Stars. He um was at Cranesburg. Shout out to him. Yeah. But um, he's my mentor, and he is just you know helping me compose my songs, so put my arrangements on paper, mm-hmm. and it's just like oh god, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> it's like, but no, it, it is you know yeah. what because I haven't done composition or my composition since oh high school. Yeah, like I haven't wrote out actual compositions, so, so I learned kind of like how you did. Like a lot of it is just I retained by ear, or just kind of give myself a refresher, but. I mean, I sung choir throughout elementary, middle school, learned saxophone, high school. Yeah. And so I had to learn this shit. It was kind of like, I kind of was, they had a choice. See, and that's how <laughs> you know it was for me. Yeah, I you learned how to read so, music, like, through playing the um, clarinet. Like, I didn't even learn through the piano. I learned through an entire different instrument. <laughs> so with the piano, was it just something that you just kind of picked up and just learned by ear, like, since you had perfect pitch, or? Um, I just loved music. Like, I, I just, um... You know, it all started at church. Um, church would be over. My mom stand behind talking to people. <laughs> I'm a kid. I'm uh, bored. So, so you, so you're a PK. Yeah. So, so you're a PK. <laughs> gotcha. Explains everything. You're a PK. Okay. Wait, what's that? You're a, so you're a PK. So you grew up in church. Oh yes. So you're a PK. Ooh, Lord, yes. yes. So you're so you're, know you're a pew baby. So you're a pew, you're a pew Ooh, baby. Oh God. You're a pew yes. baby. That's what. So that's through what. That's through. what it's called. Like so all the, shout out to all my '80s baby people and shout out to my wife because she went to. She grew up. She grew up Pentecostal. She grew up so. I grew up in Kojic and Baptist. So I already know. Man. But so but so but thing about it is like people don't understand that yo you learn. 
God, you learn so much in, about music in church. Like, yes. no, no one understands that's, that. My mom's like, <laughs> that's why it all started. Like, my entire, and now I can get into my family, like, my entire family, mom and dad side, full of musicians and artists. Nice. And they all are in church. Like, they refuse to leave church. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of stepped outside of that and, you know, did um, R&B, soul, hip-hop. But, um, like, I will always come in, like, my gospel roots. Like, it's always going to be there. My mom's a choir director. Like, I had to sing. (laughs) We we were singing in an adult choir, like, six, seven years old. Like, so we knew harmony like that. Like, you know, raised up on, you know, the Clark sisters and all of them. People don't understand, Yeah, like. So like the Richard Smallwoods, yeah, and the Jane, Richard Smallwoods, yes, like he really, he really, who? See, so that's influence. how you know I know my stuff. Yeah, see, yeah. See, uh-huh. So yo, so yeah, I'm telling you, like, Mighty Clouds, like I had to sing some Mighty Clouds of Joy. Woo, yeah, uh, yeah. But I would just walk up, <laughs> I would walk up to that upright piano in church, waiting for her to get done, and I just fiddled around. Mm-hmm. Fit around. Next thing I know, I'm playing a seven chord. I didn't know what a seven chord was, but I just heard these like, pretty sounds. I'm like, oh, what is this? And I put it all together. That's what's up, though. Yeah. But you know what, Dane? Nothing wrong with that. And guess what? I tell people all the time like, the three most underestimated pieces of uh, genres of music that you can actually learn damn near everything from, to me personally, I would say are jazz, mm-hmm, yep. gospel, yep. classical. Very true. I, I would say them three in particular solely because it's you can learn everything you need to know yep. listening to them three. Versatility and creativity from jazz. You can learn total um, pitch and harmony and vocal composition yep. from gospel. You can learn just composition and arrangement galore from classical. Yep. So it's like you can learn so much. And I tell people like, yo, it behooves you just listen to some of this stuff just because. Because that's all it is. That's all they are is just different, like, just different facets that people chose. Like, they took music, they took blues, or they took the slave songs. And then, you know, that gospel came from that. Right. And then, you know, they took that made blues, and then they took them, you know, put it in different sectors kind of right it's right. like people took what they could from what they heard and they invented something new from it and that's you know what and but that's the beauty of like how music is like yeah. it's always evolves like you know it can stay classic in one area but it didn't evolve into something brand new in the next area exactly that's i have that's why i have so much more respect for um production now mm-hmm. um just when I first started, like I used to, I used to hate samplers. I used to, <laughs> as a me, I like, man, they ain't even playing no chords. That's somebody else's music. But like then, I used to get so mad. Too, but it's, but it's like niggas is cla-. like the the day I discovered Jay Dilla, I sat my ass down and watched his man videos for hours. Like it's an, didn't even know form. that he was one of the biggest influences on me before I even knew who he was. I'm telling you, man, people don't even like and, and you know what? And I have to just let people know, like even other producers or people that's just not here. Sampling is a true. When I say sampling is an art form, I'm yes. not playing when I'm saying sampling really is an art form because solely because. Especially for anyone that like make rap music, any kind of rap related beats, understand you would not have rap music without sampling. Exactly. <laughs> you just wouldn't. Exactly. That's just without the truth. Them jazz records to be sampled. Yep. Like all, the, like all them drum kits you buying yes, online and all shit. Yep. Samples. Funky drummer. Yeah. Samples. <laughs> all the cut up samples or yep. someone played the shit out and recorded it. All that is a sample. So no matter what you're doing, you sampling in some form. You're not sampling like a whole soul song, exactly. but you sampling in the snare. You sampling the hi hat. You sampling the clap. You sampling something. Yep. A co- you sampling something along the right, a vocal chant or something like that. It's a sample. So understand you sampling no matter if you're making your own or you snatching something from somewhere exactly. else. You sample. And that's how I learned how to respect that when I started sampling um in my own self and just uh-huh. when I started sampling and cutting up um, you know, the drum pack that I got. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> like it's very intricate, but it's like yeah. I enjoyed the the detailness of it because it's like when you listen to it as a whole in the end it's like, okay, it's all worth 
all that intricate ass shit that I spent hours doing. Exactly. And so what's and that's one thing, that's why I say you gotta respect the art form of it. Yeah. Solely because you can take it so many different directions. And they had the machines. I don't even I ain't gonna try to <laughs> Yeah, like the two thousand XL yeah. and the S and the SPs and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, that's that's one of them joints now that like I would still love to learn how to use, but yeah. I I, I, I mess with the machine. I got my own little MPD at the crib. I got my keys, so I'm, I'm cool with what I got now. But I would love to, you know, yeah, that's what I'm use that more. Cause I, that's my biggest regret. Yeah. It's like, I don't know which one. Bobby watching um, Flexworthy, Tristanio, and Cone. I watched them three motherfuckers, and I just be like, yeah, I got to give me a machine. <laughs> I got to give me an SP404. And then, you know, I got my then, you know, I got my homie Centipede. Shout out to him. Then I see Ooh, him clown. I see him clown. Yes. Oh, God. Yes. He, he clowns he like legend. a fucker. Yes. Like that fucker clowns. Like, to me, <laughs> like, I, like if I always say, like, if I always had to say if Black Spade was like the Dilla Loop, I'd say, then you yes. the man. Say, you definitely the man lived then if I yes. had to say it. Cause that's that's that boy is good. I can like quit, man. I was honored that he invited me to be a part of his uh, a part of the juice. Like I was like, please, anytime you have At, this. Same here. Like I'm no, I went on it one time, and I'm glad I played it. Like it was a great set. Yeah, you know, it was uh myself, Mad Keys, and Trifecta, I believe. Yeah, I know that was nice. Yeah, so it was yeah. a great set. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the fellas, man. Shout out to everyone, man. Like, it was a great, great evening. Man, just shout out to the producers. All man, the producers. All y'all are fucking crazy. Everyone like, is. all y'all. Everyone is. I, I love, I love, I love where we're at with this now. Yeah, every like, time I think I have, like, a list of favors, I meet more people. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's man, like when I say the producers here in St. Louis are truly, it's the originality like of mm-hmm. it all. It's not like just basic shit that you hear on SoundCloud all the time. Nah, no, nah, I mean, yeah, I'm not even going to knock people that be doing that SoundCloud shit because I have. Oh no, I, I, I put yeah. I put yeah. all my beats on Sound. That's where you can find my beats. <laughs> oh no, I ain't knocking Sound. No, go to SoundCloud. <laughs> like please. <laughs> so ain't no no I understand that yo most definitely but uh it's 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 one of those things that you know like we just with producers we're very we're a very versatile bunch yeah so you know when you see um, people whether they're making beats live or they're making it in studio mm-hmm. whether they're making it for an artist or they're making it for a beat tape or whether they're making it for a commercial they're making it for a movie a TV show a video game. Something, something, you know what I'm saying? It's like sky's the limit. Podcast, exactly. Sky's the limit. So you know, it's you can go to so many places. Baby. That's very true. So, and that's and that's one thing. I, and that's the beautiful thing. I just love that you know where we're at, especially here in St. Louis, and it's growing more and more and more and more. You know, I definitely see fresh produce. You know. You know, starting the charge, leading the charge for like a lot of the producer stuff happening. Yeah. And, you know, Farfetch, you know, teaming up with them, with our brothers on us here, you know, we grew it to where it is now. Exactly. And so, you know, we, it's just, it's just, I'm just like, it became a place you. where I was able, out of all the people, my scary ass took me <laughs> years ago for anxiety. And I felt right at home with, with like, man, like, when, Damon told me like Farfetch was for like the weirdos and the outcasts. I'm like, oh well, shit. Let me come right in. <laughs> like- yeah, and shout out to the Farfetch <laughs> homies, man. Like for real, like they the collective is yes. a beautiful thing. It truly, truly is, man. So, all right, so let's go ahead. I want to go ahead and ask you something else because yeah, we actually fl- we actually going through this interview pretty good. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so next thing I want to ask you is since you are. Um, using Ableton do you use anything else or do you have been just sticking kind of like Ableton since you kind of been shying away from FL well currently I don't have any DAW because my laptop is broke Aww. so I've been hella sad <laughs> I know it's, it's been hurting yeah I know but, the feeling um, I know the feeling I'm trying to get like um Ableton like I had I was working on Ableton over the summer when I'm um working on this project with Damon um it was a pro-black album basically okay um a revolutionary album for black people um but upon the making of that album like um we worked on Ableton 
And like, um, I just, you know, he would, when we were done, I would just spend hours and hours in studio, mm. hours and hours. And I just learned Ableton just like that and just was making beats on it. And Damn. it's like, I'm <laughs> so it's like now I still technically use Fruity Loops only because it's what I have available to me. Um, I use GarageBand on my iPad, um, but you know, I I really got to get my hands away on Ableton again because there was after you had Ableton, you can't go back. <laughs> like I feel like I was cheating on Fruity Loops. I'm like, I'm sorry, Fruity Loops. It's just not the same. I mean, no, I mean, no, I mean, I understand. You do what you do. No, it ain't shit wrong. Look, I've been the workflow on Fruity Loops is easier only because I've used Fruity Loops longer. Right, <laughs> right, right. But I found this because I'm an NFL person myself. So I just yeah. got, I just upgraded twenty, maybe like Ooh, a few months back. Yeah, it's nice. So, I like yeah, it. Yeah, twenty, twenty, twenty is that deal. I, I love twenty. But it's like I always be faithful and like I always remain faithful to Fruit Loops. Like as much as I like, you know, praise Ableton, I probably still use both of them. Oh yeah, of yeah. course, of course. I mean, yeah. you know, it's the tried and true. I mean, and, and people try yes, to knock it for yeah. a long time. But like, and then like sometimes like I, I was like I remember when I was like big in the scene where I was beat battling like almost ten years. Like I stopped. Shit, it's twenty almost in the twenty nineteen. I stopped beat battling here twenty. 13 because mm. I was starting 20, uh, 2009 and I ended in 2013 kind of just hung up my crown uh, I know when I was using Fruit Loops like when I started it sounded like some basic Soulja mm. Boy sound like it wasn't it was <laughs> and not tonight what Soulja Boy had in the yeah. but it's just like it's kind of like that crank that shit yeah. sound like that you know what I'm saying <laughs> so it was like yeah and then eventually you no know, being first produce it kind of you no. Know, it forced me to hold my skills. Mm, yeah, and, and then I got better in the sampling, and I got better in this, and then eventually I just kind of just started kind of progressing way faster than I thought I would. And eventually I was winning my fair share like consistently. Man. Going through, going through it, like to the point where I remember back in the old times where, you know, like how it's packed now, that's how we'd be packed for like when Slumfest was going on for just that one event. They were like, yo, you, it's like, oh, JBJ, are you in it? Yeah, cool. Then, you know, say Trey Trifecta and such and such thing in it. Shit, then it's about to be live. And everyone will come to that and see the speech being played. God. So now you got that all the time. All the time. So, yeah. which is, you see what I'm saying? So it's like, yo, I'm glad to see this again. It's so fucking dope. Yeah. So, so you know, I, I, so I'm glad. I'm glad for the fact that you know that you know something like that helped me hone my craft. No, and that's why I'm glad. You know, and I, I, I know I mentioned this before, but uh, like with the whole like I said, with the whole women's battle going back today. You know, I'm glad to see that I'm starting to see more of the female. Competitors homing skills when I'm starting to see them yeah. come out because I was like, oh man, I need to see someone just knock a dude out with just one good fucking time. <laughs> I need to see this. I need to see it. And then it happened. I was like, yeah. fuck yes. And I was like, cool. That inspired me to keep signing up. I was like, man, I gotta, yeah, I gotta go at this again. You sh- I mean, you yeah. should though. Why not? <laughs> you should though. Why not? So I can just, man, I just gotta give me a DAW. I gotta give me a, my, I gotta get my laptop fixed so I can make some new stuff. Well, you know what? Since you don't all need new, uh, another DAW, what keys were you working with? I mean, is your keys working pretty good? I know you say you were working with like all the series. Oh, yeah. I just got a um, Casio Previa. That's my performance keyboard, but okay. it's a MIDI too. And then I got a little MIDI, um, um, what is it? A, a, a Kai. I got a little Kai. Okay. But it's a little cheap one. It ain't the nice one that I want. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's, it's like give or take. Like I kind of the way that I learned to work on Fruity Loops was like with no resources. So it was like <laughs> like I've I learned how to use Fruity Loops using a mouse, like clicking in the notes. I hey look. So it's like did too. I did look. I still so do weird. I still so do like, I still do it. I still do it. Yeah, it's like my workflow. Will. I'm used to like doing intricate details on Fruity Loops. It's so weird. No, it ain't yeah. at all because I do the same shit. So don't don't feel bad. I promise you it works. It works. It works so well. Sometimes, like it do. It yeah. really does. Cause it's like you get down to the fine detail. Like, okay, here Cause we it's go. like when you got the idea, you want to hurry up and get it done. Cause it's like if you take too long, like that's the frustrating thing about when I first started making beats. Is like I'm used to just you know recording it immediately mm-hmm. on my piano, 
but it's like when you're making a beat it's like you have to structure every layer right and it's like you could get defeated because it's like oh shit my fuck, i forgot the melody oh i forgot <laughs> the bass line i wanted to do but it taught me patience like man so. But no, I'm well. I'm glad for that, though. You know, yeah. what I'm saying, I, you know that you have to be glad for those kind of things. You know, you have to go through that frustration. You yeah, know? yeah. You kind of have to. So, let me ask you this, because uh, you know, I want to go ahead and get more info out for the people. So, um, <clears throat> about your band, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about your band. How did that come to be? Because I, because that's something I do want to know. Like, how did you form the band? Because since you do play and you are a musician as well, yeah. Tell me a little brief, little bit about your band and like how did that kind of come to be and like how you kind of implement those production skills into that more. Like, tell me, just Man. just give me an overview about that. It's kind of funny because um, I be wanting to sample so much shit we be playing. <laughs> well, like, I mean, but you technically I'm like, uh, so because you know I record all the rehearsals, mm-hmm. and you know I listen back, and you know jazz musicians love to fucking jam. We will jam for hours, like it's mm. never playing at the dark room. Like I had to do three hour sets. Um, so playing for three hours, like you have to improvise, mm. and like. I learned um, this kind of where I feel like I'm influenced by Robert Glasper and Nuabez and Jay Dilla. Nice. Like that chord on top of a boom bap type of beat, like soulful, lush chords mm. type of um, deal. And like having a band, like it's it's a coming together of different ideas. Like um, we all producers like together at the same time. Right, right. And it's kind of it's kind of that way like with any like collaboration you do music wise it's like everybody like i provide the foundation so i provide the chords right um and then i provide the melody um tilting on the bass you know a good ass bass line is what makes a song man people don't understand yes and then andrew come in with that boom bab hi-hat um yes with that snare crispy snare Okay, all right. So all right. it's it's like um it's kinda like what I envision would be a beat and uh, it's live basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and most of the songs we actually play are from my beats, which is funny. <laughs> Not that thing. But but the thing about it is I mean going back to what you say about sampling yourself, why don't you? I, I don't be having time. But you should though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, you should. I got so many recordings I want to sample. Like, oh God. You can talk I mean it's your I mean it's your intellectual work and you getting yes. away by night. <laughs> I mean, put it like this. Like, say, if you sampled yourself and played at Fresh Produce, who the fuck would know? See, yeah. Who the fuck would I know? did that before, actually. That's see, how there I you won. go. See, there you <laughs> Sis, see, there you go. See, you sampled yourself and made it beat off your own shit. That's how you do that. Like, that ain't, that's how you supposed to do that. So that's, that's how what, I started making, that's like, that's what made me get into, like, boom bap even more as a producer. Because, like, using like um this is why i will forever think i can't remember who i got a specific jazoo has jazoo secret recipes <laughs> this drum pack amazing awesome drum samples on it and then i had from naji person i had uh he gave me i think him and muhammad gave me franco beats <laughs> i don't even know mike franco but i just got mike his drums Frank, yes my guy. I, I don't even my know you, God. Michael Franco, but thank Michael, you. Michael Franco. Shout out to my boy, Michael Franco, man. Like, I ain't like, seen him in a minute. It's like a legacy. Like I, I feel like like um, I'm blessed in that way because them giving me access and giving me confidence in myself um, calls me to want to be more experimental and mm-hmm. calls me to want to be like, huh, okay, what? Well, how, how would this sound if I flip this around? Like, it caused me to be more open as a producer, I guess. Mm-hmm. So then it kind of flipped um, on me as a musician, too, because it's like, well, shit, if I could do this with beats, I could do this, like, at a fucking jam session. So it's like, they kind of one and the same. It's, mm-hmm. it's all just like a combination, like a beautiful fucking catastrophe of ideas coming together. Right, 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 right. And it's like, you got two other niggas holding you down like wow <laughs> y'all playing together and it's beautiful like 
we carry each other through that because it's like you know you gotta play for three damn hours. Right, right. <laughs> yes, 180 minutes. Ooh, 180 but you minutes. have, but you having fun just making music. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. since you playing, since you since you playing jazz, I mean, it's not, it's a lot of improv, a lot of freestyle. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's like like you said, you can just have fun and just create. Exactly. On the spot. So. And it it forced me. It forced me to improv because I'm still to this day like afraid to solo and all that stuff. But it's like when you in that mode, when you in that zone with everybody, like mm. no fear at all. So that's that's kind of how I feel as far as when I take that plunge and like play a weird ass beat <laughs> at a beat set, <laughs> and people be like, "Oh shit, this is crazy." I'm like, "Okay, I knew it was tight when I um, heard it myself." So it's just it's so it sounds like it's more or less in a sense. And correct me if I'm wrong. I guess kind of like stage right. In a, in a sense, like when it comes to beats, I'm guessing it's like imposter syndrome because um, I I get I'm a huge perfectionist. Like mm-hmm. I get very so anything, and this is what Kong like. Um, this is my best friend. You don't know the producer rapper named Kong? Check him out. He's amazing. Um, but he kind of speak life spoke life into me as a producer as far as um. Trusting myself, trusting my ear. Um, trust if I can trust my ear as a musician, why can't I trust my ear as a producer to make something that I feel is dope? If I think it's dope, why wouldn't somebody else think it's dope? Hundred percent true. And if they don't, like, who the fuck cares? Like, it, <laughs> it's my expression. <laughs> and one thing you gotta understand, Katera is, and I tell a lot of people this all the time, like especially people that come to Fresh Produce. I tell people this as the main judge too. I have, I have to tell people this because mm. I've been in that position, like position where people been on stage, but I've been there. Yeah, so I felt pressure me. to like play what I think the crowd was gonna like instead just, of being just, true to myself. Just, just be true to yourself. Yeah. I mean, of course you want. I mean, competition wise, yeah, play to what you think the crowd may like. But at the same time, say fuck it. I mean, you playing. I mean, you playing your. It's you. So exactly. You, so it's, just play you. You know, it's just. Let, you know, like I tell a dude, like, hey, let your nuts hang for one. Let, let, <laughs> let your bra free. You know, let the bra free. And that do was the thing. Do. Like, yeah, I realized just, I was happy do. just for motherfuckers to hear my shit. Seriously, like, like I, yeah, you, you got you have to do it solely because how else is anyone gonna know? What you sound like if you don't put it out True. there? Because it's the main things like yep. you can have like a thousand beats sitting in your basement, mm. but if you have no way of letting other people hear, how people gonna know you don't? Like you can be just blaze all day in the fucking basement, yes. but no one knows that your shit ain't out there. Like whether it's a beat battle or a beat tape or a mm. beat showcase or you know working with a place, whatever the case may. If you don't. Let and people I, hear your shit I know a man. lot of people like that I was like that for years I Like understand. man But it's it's like one of those things You just gotta say Fuck it I mean And once you step out like man Someone's gonna like your yes. shit Someone's gonna like your shit Not put like that. You gotta just kinda keep in mind Music is like you know Or it's subjective Yeah It's subjective like you know Someone's gonna find something like if someone don't like it here, someone out there will. With what over what seven and a half billion people in this planet, exactly. someone gonna like your shit. Exactly. And from what we seen, from what I've seen that you know that your performances and what I seen the beat battles and what I seen the fan fest, you ain't got no problem. <laughs> yeah. So you you good. So you you good. People fuck with your shit. You good. Heavily. Heavily. So you definitely good. <laughs> so you don't have that. So no. So you you straight. So that's why I'm like no. So. And I'll tell anyone this, man, like, because, and I guess, like, I'm sweat, that's why I was asking, what well, is it something like some kind of form of, like, stage fright, maybe, that make you kind of feel that way? Mm. Because I know I had a kind of feeling of nervousness when I got on stage. I was like, oh, man, I don't know how this thing's going to sound. And yeah, my, my first beat battle was kind of, I lost my first time, but it made me want to come back. Yeah, because, like, winning. you got something to prove. It's like, oh, no, I had some more shit to play, like. Right, and then I just started getting cool with like my, like DJ Who, like I got cool with Trifecta, who got me cool with DJ Who, got me cool mm. with everyone else, and you know, like I said, just learning shit over time. Like you know, I had to learn how to mix, like on piece of shit equipment. Mm, yep. I know I learned. To, I had to play all my beats. I learned how to mix on in mono. Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. 
I had to learn how, and so then when I got stereo, I she couldn't tell me shit. Because all I had to do, and I'll tell and you know, I'll tell I'm start I'm gonna start telling more people this and shout out to my boy TVK Beats, who actually yes. pretty much just, you know, refreshed my memory. He if recorded you wanna, some of Coco Voyage with me, by the way. There, yes. I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. One thing he uh refreshed my memory on is like one of the best mixed albums if you wanna live really if you want a real clean sounding album. If that's what you wanna go for. Uh, Chronic 2001 mm. Just listen to that Cause it's gonna li- Just like you know To me I say Listen to the Like Donuts for example Like Jay Dillon yeah. It's like That's like the study guy For like If you wanna know How to sample Listen to Donuts Exactly If you wanna learn How a good study guy Learn how to engineer And get a clean sounding mix 2001 2001 2001 Like 2001 Is probably one of the Best mixed Albums, if not, probably one of the best Miss Album hip hop. Mm. But in this, I know this coming, and this is coming directly from an engineer who does this shit all the time. He's like, nah, I'll probably say Mix and Wise this is up there. The only Jeez. other yeah, in West Coast hip hop is the best mix shit. Yeah, like outside of maybe like shit doing like Dungeon Family from you know, Dungeon Family shit or something, anything that Guru touch over in the East Coast. Hmm. West Coast. And so it's and I thought it was New York. I, well, I thought it was the East Coast. Well, uh, to me, I think I say it's the West Coast. Like mm. if you, especially listen like they do have t- like real crispy. Listen to TD. Yeah. Listen, uh, listen to a lot of TD. Yeah, shit. fucking Kendrick. Oh, I listen to all his stuff. Listen, like, yeah, whether it's Kendrick, whether it's J Rock, whether it's Abso, mm-hmm. Schoolboy. Yeah, they do. Uh, shit, SZA, any of them. Just listen to like the actual. Like the mixing on it is it's really crisp, clean, really clean. clean. Even just like even if they go into like a dirty sound or like a weird yeah, sound, it's still very like, clean sound. Like only other people that's good like that is to me is like Rick Ross. Mm, yeah, Rick Ross is probably the best. Oh yeah, and I can't stand him. But I was like, who? I was like, his producer, his production team is oh, second amazing. Oh, second to none. Second to none. God. Like, like you cannot out, outside of maybe like Jay Z, you cannot outpick a beat better Oof. than him. Yeah, so, so I mean, stuff be crazy. Like, had had, had him in love when Rick Ross got like the best ear for like picking beats. Yeah, up. like I can't even get mad at this. <laughs> like, like, I love him. So him I, and game, him game and yes. Jay Z, him game and Jay Z, probably like the best ears hands down. <laughs> and uh, Kendrick's getting up there too. When you hear so, like a that lot of jazz shit influence. Yeah, yeah. got Kamasi Washington. I love Kamasi Washington. Man, Man. I'm telling you. Yeah. But uh, we about to go ahead and actually start winding down because, uh, yeah, we had a great conversation. Yeah. Was like, was I, told, I just didn't talk about music and production all fucking day. You yeah. know what? And that's, what, and that's why I love this podcast because we can do this very thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I'm, so, I definitely appreciate you coming on. And I definitely appreciate you taking the time to just, you know, especially in this cold weather, doing holiday season. I know Christmas right around the corner. Because, yeah, we've been recording oh, right here a little, few days before Christmas. <laughs> so, you know, uh, so it should be out hopefully by the Monday before Christmas. That's what we're shooting for. But uh, I definitely appreciate you coming out. You know, just you know, taking time out today to come sit down, talk to me, and you know, let people hear what you're about, and just let people know your music knowledge. You know, because I know a lot of people. You know, I'm, I'm sure you know, like in others, you know, interviews, they probably like, hey, go tell me about this, that, and the. No, I want to hear you. I want to hear you talk about your music, your craft. This is what we talk about. And let me <laughs> let me go on record and say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm finna be so ignorant But I just want to thank you specifically for that Because I'm so tired of being just underrated Not underrated Or kind of disrespected as a musician and producer Oh, It's like <laughs> oh, You know okay. men will come up and be like Oh who who produced that for you Oh you did that all by yourself Oh you play an instrument and That's stuff too sad. That's like oh yeah I'm, I'm multi-talented yeah yes wow and like they give other people credit for what i do hey and yo man like, don't do that yeah yo. it's very it really upsets me so wow i appreciate platforms like this oh no absolutely can, like yeah and that's why and that's the whole point of spot because like i want to highlight you as you your craft you as the artistry part of it like yeah I know, everyone knows that you sing everyone knows that you sing everyone knows that you're in the band 
how many people know that you made beats though like that? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the way that's like let people know that. Like then then, then people like, oh shit, okay, that's what she fuck with. Okay, she, she know. You know. And that's and that's the whole thing I want people yeah. to understand is like get part like not only is the sister multi talented, like in those two areas, she's also talented in this too. So I want people to know, like I said with FanFest, I can't say it enough. Like FemFest and like the female B battle that we had the Fest mm-hmm. Produce, which you know, I'm pretty sure we may do another female B battle somewhere down in the near future, you know, yeah. in 2020. You know, want um, to actually start doing more of them too, just to start having more female female producers come out because I love that. But one thing I just really appreciate the fact that you know that as up and coming producer, you know, and I've, I've seen. I've seen you come out like I've seen you just seen you on the Stacey Static podcast that was dope oh, shout yes. out to Stacey love you Stacey <laughs> shout out to Stacey man thank so, you Eric. so shout out to them man and uh, you know I, I'm no so I'll, I'll check out different people coming up and yeah you got it you got it so I definitely want to you know definitely keep going moving forward like for real for real I appreciate that I'm so, for real. super honored like um yeah. The more I find out that all y'all motherfuckers, I curse a lot. No, no, the hey, more look, I hey, find out that no, all y'all motherfuckers. No, we good. You good. Dude. No, this, hey, this, this, that, dude, yo, this is for 18 and over. So we cuss, fuck oh, shit. Okay. Hey, no, no, you good. You good. Cuss. You good. We good. Good, good. You good. You good. But it's like the more I find out, like, the more people I'm meeting, like, the more I'm seeing that I am being, um, I'm meeting and, and being aligned with like right. legendary motherfuckers. Like y'all built the St. Louis music scene. So like to be sitting and talking to y'all about my music, like that is surreal to me. Like you have no idea. Yo, I feel honored that you yeah. that you put me on the pedestal like that. I, I feel no, honored like, that I'm like, all I, like, I appreciate man. that. I appreciate that. Like definitely, definitely. Like, you know, it's it, you know, I definitely, you know, had my fair share of help, man, you know, with you know, with the homies here, like their name, like the Trifectas, DJ Who's, you know, my wife, her, you know, she being music inclined and growing up in church herself and being yeah. in the choir. So, her having a great fucking second opinion by my side, making sure my shit is crisp. You know, it, it helps, you know, then, like I said, just having a mass support, amount of, yeah. right, and just the mass amount of help that I received from, like, people like Sawicki on, like, the engineering tip and shit like that. Like, I can't ask for, like, better advice, so, and yeah. better crop of people to have around my back, so. So it's the same with you. Like you got like a lot of far fetched people behind you. So and clearly these are great people. Yeah. So you're gonna be just fine. Just keep moving forward, and they're gonna take you. you no, know, they're gonna take care of you. Thank you. I appreciate so, that. So definitely, definitely. But you know, we're gonna wind it up. And so I want to go ahead and let you get a chance, like I do with everyone. I want to give them a chance to go ahead and uh, give out any contact information, promo any shows, the projects you got coming out. So I want to give you a chance to go ahead and do that. Okay. Go, go for um, it. Go. Hey, y'all. <laughs> oh, I'm so awkward, y'all. No, but um, my name is Katera Parson. I am a musician, composer, singer, producer based out of St. Louis, born and raised. Um, I just debuted and dropped my debut album, first album, Coco Voyage, on all streaming platforms. Again, it's called Coco, C-O-C-O-A, Voyage. Um, you can find that on Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, everywhere. Um, also, you can find me at the Dark Room. I'm an artist in residence at the Kranzberg Arts Foundation. You can f- catch me at that little fancy, little um, bougie jazz spot. It's kind of bougie, yeah, but it's awesome. Um, they got a bar, they got a restaurant, and then they got music by yours truly every second Friday. And then you can find me on Instagram, Katara Music, K A T A R R A Music. And I think I got everything. Oh, my website. K-A-T-A-R-R-A music.com. Hey, there you <laughs> that go. Was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, no, this this the time. That's why I tell people, hey, please, please, please Look, promo good. yourself. That's why I always give people time at the end to do that. Please. <laughs> Any information you want to give out, please do. Thank you. So definitely, definitely. So I want to go ahead and give you one more opportunity um just to give any kind of final thoughts, any final words you want to get to the people out there and listeners. Go for it. I definitely want to say um, to anybody struggling with um, anxiety or any kind of um, doubt within yourself, if it, if it's music or any kind of medium that you got a passion for, if you feel it in the bottom of your of your soul, like if you feel that in your spirit that it's what you are called to do, go for it and watch how it actualizes and watch how it manifests into reality. 
Like, um, that's the only thing I can say is that I didn't believe in myself for a long time because of what other people told me. Um, and the moment, the day, the fucking hour and second that I stepped into my purpose, like my entire life changed. And it's worth the heartbreak, it's worth everything I went through. So, um, that's all I gotta say is like step into your power. Amen. That there was sister. a lot, but yeah. Am- look, <laughs> I'm a poet too. Look, she spoke. She's look. She put a whole look and she, look and she look. She a church kid too. She spoke a whole word. Amen to yes. that, sister. Amen. Amen to that. Amen to that. You gotta speak life, man. You gotta. You gotta. Yeah. No, he, he gonna take. Trust me, he gonna take care of you. Yeah. There you go. But no, thank you so much again for coming on the show. I truly do appreciate it. Like I say, you know. And this, like, especially you being the highest breaking episode for this podcast, yeah. so I truly do appreciate it. So, great conversation. I'm glad yeah. this was the first episode for me coming out, you know, coming back out, and you, you know, being able to share, just share your experience with everybody, and share just your kind words and wisdom experience, and just all the profanity that yeah. comes with it. <laughs> thank you, bro. No, no, trust me. Yeah, no, the sister, the sister, the pleasure is all mine. So, uh, everybody, uh, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Fruit of Boom Podcast. Make sure you check us out on all forms of social media at Fruit Boom Pod. So, F R U I T B O O M P O D. Just check us out on all social media. If you want to find us on, on, on any pl- pl- podcast platforms, <laughs> check us out on um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Mixcloud, Google Play Music, and Google Podcasts. Tune in wherever you want to listen to and uh, just search Fruit of the Boom Podcast. Come right up. You'll see our logo with no problem. And also, any and all episodes will also be on there and on our website at freshproduce.com, at freshproducestl.com slash fruit of the boom. And also, if you want to sign up for any future competitors want to sign up in the future for Fresh Produce going into 2020, make sure you go to freshproducestl.com slash sign up and they'll take go ahead and take care of you like I said it's free of charge you know we get you know it's free to sign up but you can walk away with like four to five hundred dollars worth of prizes so what do you got to lose and then of course recognition and being able to network with tons of producers and artists so it's it's a win-win situation no matter what so make sure you guys come out and i will catch y'all on the next exciting episode of fruit of boom podcast peace bye